I want to welcome everyone, and I hope you're having um, a good weekend. And it's always a pleasure to have this meeting. And you know, my my goal is to help you in any way I can. Uh, many of you have just started the Condrop program, and you have a lot of questions. Some of you have been doing the program for quite some time, and you may have some questions. But we're all here together to help each other. Uh, so I think. Um, David, you you had a question. Yeah, one brief and one uh, informational. With the microcurrent machine, I presume we do, we are to do it with our eyelids closed. Is that correct? Yeah, it's important you keep them closed for a couple of reasons. Uh, there's always a risk that the washcloth may injure the cornea, so it's best to keep them closed. I mean, it's okay if they open up a little bit. The washcloth is just lightly put over the eyes. It's not pressed into the eyes, correct? You know, it doesn't have to put, you don't have to have any pressure. Just lightly, lightly on the eyes will be fine. And question two, um, I bought the ozone machine that you recommended. And which and one is I'm that? Looking for, um, the Aqua, I forget the exact name of it, the one you recommended on your website, the newer one. Okay, yes. And I'm looking for instructions on how to use the machine to create drops for ozone therapy. Do you have a YouTube on that? Yeah, if you if you go to YouTube and search Chondrot Ozone. I did, and I couldn't find it. Just look for Chondrot Ozone. Yeah, let me um, let me go on right now. Let me see if I can share my screen. Thank you. Wait a second here. I'm going to share my screen. going to go to YouTube uh, and go to um, Chondrat Ozone. Boy, there's nothing here. Usually it comes right up. Yeah, that's where I looked. That's where exactly where I looked. Well, you know, and I thought YouTube, I'd come across something previously. YouTube had banned one of my videos. And they may have. Uh, the other thing to do is go to Chondrat YouTube. Right. Com. That's where you are. There. Chondrat YouTube. And let's see. I think there's a place to search. Just Chondrat YouTube. Okay. Dot com and search Ozone.
All right, boy. I think YouTube has uh, lowered me in the searches. There's another I, place. I'm almost certain I saw one before, but I had, wasn't ready to start then. Go to healingtheeye.com. Okay. And um, see this here, new to this site. Go to new to this site. Okay. Down below uh, here. Ozone treatment. Oh, okay. Ozone eye drops right here. Let's see if that's. Yep. I am Dr. Condra, and I've been. Yeah. But that's funny. They must have uh, changed their uh, algorithm. You know, one of my YouTubes were, was yeah. banned, and I'm kind of on their watch list. <laughs> so even when you search, even when you search my name on Ozone. Right, didn't come up. It doesn't up. come up. I mean, I'll put Condrive. So healing, healingtheeye.com, go to new to the site, and then the ozone treatment comes up. Yeah, I'm putting I'm putting ozone Condrive in YouTube. And look, there's nothing. I know. Ozone kites. I was um, searching for about 20 minutes before I came on today. All right, so here's what you do. You go to you go to the main website. Yep. Healingtheeye.com. And this is probably the best reference site right here. New to this site. Click that. Yep. And then here I have all of my most popular videos. Reversing cataracts, big lie of aquacoma, Watergate of eye care, latest treatment for dry eyes, etc. And then I have common therapies used by Dr. Condrat. One on microcurrent, homeopathy, three on ozone, light therapy, detox and chelation. Which one might help me look learn how to use the machine? Which one should I uh, start this one with? here, ozone eye drops? That one? Yeah. Now, okay. a piece of advice about that machine. When I got that machine, David, I could not get that damn darn thing to work. And what you have to do is when you turn it on and you set the time, you just leave it go. And in 10 seconds, it'll turn on. I assumed that you had to hit the button again or there was like a start button. So once you set the time, there's different numbers. Just leave it go. In 10 seconds, it'll turn on. I made that mistake. I thought the machine was broken. Okay. And how long do I leave it on? Well, I recommend that you ozonate the water for about 10 to 15 minutes. You can ozonate longer, it's not going to hurt. Okay. And then I use re regular eye drops to put these in my eyes? Well, you're going to use saline 
I think the office will send you some saline. It's important to use saline, preservative-free saline. And the office no, will also okay. send you a little glass uh, bottle. So because I need to get the glass of saline before I start? Yeah, get the saline and get the little glass bottle from the office because you, you do not want to put ozone into a plastic bottle because ozone really eats into plastic. And that's one of the reasons why your ozone machine, the tubing is silicon. Silicon um, uh, is, ozone can't eat it. It's protective against ozone. So make sure you have a glass bottle. Okay. So give, give Chris a call on Monday and she can send you a bag of saline and the, and the glass bottle. In the meantime, you can play around with the ozone machine, you know, bubble it into water. You can bubble drinking water. Uh, you can use it to like sterilize uh, vegetables and, you know, things like that. Great. And um, how might this be helpful? What does it actually do for the eyes? Okay, well, ozone is very, very effective for treating dry eyes, a condition called blepharitis. It's very common where you get inflammation um, around your eyes. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it has any value in the treatment of glaucoma, macular degeneration, or cataracts. Where it come in, can come in valuable for glaucoma is to help treat the side effects from glaucoma eye drops. Many of these glaucoma eye drops are horrible. They cause redness and burning. So I tell my glaucoma patients, put the glaucoma medicine in, wait five minutes, and then put the ozone eye drops in. Okay. The only thing I'm dealing with is very early stage minimal macular degeneration. Useful it's probably for that. not going to do much for that. Any other therapeutic benefits or should I not bother using it for that? I don't think it's going to help for the macular degeneration. Any the only the only ozone treatment that'll help with macular degeneration is auricular or rectal. That will definitely help. But you have to use a different ozone machine and you do have to use um, oxygen. You have to get a tank of oxygen. The machine yeah. you has, have uses ambient air, you know, regular room air. Right. And if you're going to be doing therapeutic treatment for uh, macular degeneration or glaucoma, you need an ozone machine, which actually makes ozone from oxygen. Oh, okay. And here's the YouTube right here, rectal insufflation and auricular. I see. I have two of those. Well, okay. uh, can I ask a question? Uh, who's there? Mohammed. Oh, Mohammed. Yeah, sure. Uh, regarding the ozone, what about the IV ozone? Oh, yeah, Does that's the other way to do it. It's called um, major autohemotherapy, where the doctor takes a little bit of blood out of your body, mixes it with ozone, and injects it back in. 
that's Does probably the most powerful and effective way. But unfortunately, okay. that's the most expensive. I see, I, Mohammed, I like treatments that empower patients. Well, I, the reason I'm asking because I had it several times actually. That was oh yeah, it's it's excellent. It's, it's excellent. excellent. Yes. Okay. But see, I like a therapy. If you're doing a regular or rectal, you can do it three times a week. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to go to the doctor's office, and it's expensive. It may cost you two hundred, three hundred dollars for an IV. For each one. Each one. For for ozone. For yeah. Well, actually, I have it cheaper than that. <laughs> oh, well, you're lucky. <laughs> yes, I am lucky. <laughs> you're lucky. Is, is the doctor a friend of yours? No, no, actually, that's the regular price, actually. Uh, <laughs> I live in Virginia, which is not really a, a rural area that you could say that's a cheap. Yeah, I, uh, you know, when I was doing it, I was charging maybe 100, 100 150, which is very, very reasonable. Oh, okay. And the uh -huh. amount is about the uh, 60 cc, I think, you put with the blood, right? Yep, that's exactly okay. what they do. Yeah. They, right. they have a big syringe. Yes, they take right. out about 50 cc's of blood, mix it with ozone, right, okay. and put it back into your body. So if I, if I want to use it again, how often should I use it? I mean, every I month, say, probably? You could, you could do it maybe once a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once and that helps week. with... It helps with the uh, cataract and other issues with that. No, it's not going to help with cataracts. Okay. Then it will help with uh, macular degeneration mm -hmm. and it will help with um, uh, glaucoma. I thought you said it wouldn't help with macular degeneration. No, no. The ozone eye drops do not help with macular degeneration. Oh, I see. You're talking about his treatment. I got you. Okay. No, his, he's talking about the intravenous. See, Yes, I, only, I, I got you now. The only way we can help with macular or glaucoma is to get the ozone into the bloodstream. Okay. So when you do rectal insufflation, you get it into the bloodstream. When you do auricular with a stethoscope, you get it into the bloodstream. But when you put eye drops in, a minimal amount gets into the bloodstream. Also, it's a very low gamma, very low concentration. When you make ozone eye drops, it may be two to four gamma. That's like the percentage of uh, ozone in the material. When we do rectal insufflation, we're using 24 to 30 gamma, which is maybe 10 to 15 times stronger concentration. So more of it's getting into your body. So does it also help with the vitreous detachment? Uh, it probably is not going to help with the vitreous detachment because the vitreous is already separated. Okay. Right. You know, it's already separated. And to be honest with you, if you take your age, that's the percent chance you're going to have a vitreous detachment. So I'm 70 and both of my vitreouses have, are detached. Okay. How long has it been? Uh, probably a couple of years, maybe longer. Yeah, it's just a part of getting older. As we get older, that vitreous jelly shrinks. Yeah, but you take uh, your um, age, and that's yeah. the, that's the percent chance it's going to be detached. Right. Now, the uh, vitreous mm -hmm. detachment in itself isn't isn't like a major thing to worry about. Mm -hmm. But 
if the vitreous pulls on the retina and causes it a tear, then that's a problem. I see, okay. Or if the vitreous causes a lot of floaters, that's a problem. Okay. Um, I, I was diagnosed with the vitreous detachment in 2019, but so far, thanks to the Lord, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to survive. <laughs> But David, let me know how the uh, ozone machine works out. Hope you don't have any trouble with it. But remember, when you turn it on and you set the time, wait 10 seconds and the machine will start automatically. Okay. Since he brought up floaters, do you have anything that does help with floaters? I think a good contributing factor for floaters is toxins in the body. So everything that you're doing as part of the program is going to help detoxify your body. A good healthy diet, shifting it more towards vegetables and fruit, keeping yourself well hydrated right. is critical. Reducing stress. The microcurrent will help reduce some of the inflammation. And uh, therapies like chelation therapy uh, using EDTA. And all of you have had a heavy metal test. We're trying to evaluate if you have heavy metals. If you do have heavy metals, then we have to talk about how to address those. And you can look here, uh, detox and chelation. I have two YouTube, YouTube videos on detoxification and chelation. Um, I just visited a doctor, uh, an ophthalmologist in uh, Switzerland. And we were talking about chelation therapy. You know, he has a lot of glaucoma patients that are going blind. And I told him he should really consider chelation. And he was very, very interested in it. And what chelation does is not only it doesn't remove the heavy metals, it also opens up the um, tiny blood vessels, improves the circulation. Uh, there was a national study done called the TAC study. T-A-C-T, -T, Trial to Assess Chelation Therapy. This was a 10-year study looking at the effect of chelation on cardiovascular disease. The study was actually set up to disprove any value of chelation. People were entered into the study who were sick. You, have, you had to have a, either a heart attack, a stent, chest pain on one or more cardiac medications. These were sick people. And they divided them into two groups. One group got sugar water, the other group got chelation. And the doctor didn't know which group got what. If you were in the study, you just got an IV bag and they administer it. It did a 10 years, the results were shocking. The group that had chelation had a 25 to 30% reduction in a major cardiac event. If hmm. any drug did that, that would be the leading drug in the world. And I'm gonna tell you something funny. My son's uh, father-in-law is a cardiologist. So last year dur during Thanksgiving dinner, I asked him, I said, have you heard of the tax study? He never heard of it. I says, what do you know about chelation? He says, oh yeah, they just proved that years ago. It doesn't work. They're just ignoring the results. 
just ignoring the results. So I highly recommend chelation for if you have glaucoma, also if you have cataracts, because cataracts, one of the causes of cataracts is elevated lead. If you have elevated lead in your body, you should have chelation. I'm actively having chelation. Um, I try to get one IV when I can, but I'm do you're doing the rectal suppositories and the oral um, as often as I can, long-term treatment to reduce the lead in my body. Oh, and speaking of chelation, somebody wrote a really good book about chelation. I think I did. It's called <laughs> chelation therapy. <laughs> uh, let me go to amazon.com and I'll type in chondrot chelation. Should be under books. No, it's not there. There it is. Somebody wrote one. Yeah, that's not my book. Okay. Uh, let me just try this. There might be under chelation. book.com. Yep, here it is. So if you type in chelationbook.com, this is my uh, best-selling book. And you could get information on that. And these are the people that I interviewed. These are leading alternative doctors who are involved with uh, chelation therapy. So just type in chelationbook.com and you'll, you'll go to this. So I think if you're if you're really losing vision, you have problems with glaucoma, and you do have heavy metals, I mean, you should really consider chelation as part of, of an overall um, treatment. With the uh, with the, with the vitreous uh, detachments, it, it with the time if you're doing well with the uh, taking care of your vision, would it uh, reverse itself? No, I don't think chelation is going to reverse the vitreous detachment, but it may take care of some symptoms. Oh, I see. Yeah. But it's going to uh, stay. Janai, I think we have uh, somebody with a question. Janai, you have your hands up. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Uh, yes, Thanks I for have joining. Time. Thanks for joining the meeting. Absolutely. Thanks for having it. You look good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so I've got uh, a question, a couple of questions. I'll space them out just so that I don't take over. <laughs> but um, 
One was I have this really great high quality uh, spring water that I get delivered, Mount Valley. And uh -huh. I think about keeping the water as clean as possible for a microcurrent, but should I be using like um, filtered water rather than uh, mineral type spring water? No, you don't want to use distilled water for a microcurrent. You can use filtered water, but don't use distilled water because the water has to have minerals in it. Okay. Um, because distilled water doesn't conduct electricity. Right. So right. ideally spring water, you know, tap water if it's, if it's safe. Okay. Okay. Great. Great. Yeah. Cause I wasn't sure uh, about that. And I have both kinds. I've been using that because I thought there was some ions in it, the mineral water. But then I wasn't too sure. So thank you for that. Well, you could you could use distilled water uh, if you put like a pinch of Himalayan uh, sea salt in it. You want to put some solute into it to improve the conduction. Got it. Okay. And the second question I had, there's a book that I got. Uh, it's called Healing is Voltage by Dr. Jerry Tennant. And I yeah. remember I know him. I know him very well. He's a friend of mine. I saw a video because I'm huge with searching and I can confirm that they are hiding you everywhere right now. Um, it's really difficult to find videos. It's always been difficult. I stumbled upon it. That's why I'm here. But it took me years probably to, to find you. But I saw a video where you were talking about there was a tenant um, procedure or something. It's like electri electrical current to... Uh, some part of the neck mm -hmm. and um, you were doing that technique and I was reading about it. So when I saw your video, I got excited, but I hadn't heard you mention that at all. And I was wondering about some of those techniques that you might have done before. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing those techniques as frequently as I used to. Okay. Uh, because the results weren't, weren't that consistent, but you know what? You're right. Before you joined, it used to be on YouTube. If you would type my name, Conrad Ozone, the first three or four videos that would come up would be about me and Ozone. Now there's nothing. They're taking me off the search engines. Very frustrating. <laughs> so, and Dr. Tennant also was talking about the lymph system. So I've been mm -hmm. thinking about how to I'm on top of all of the things that you have helped me with, which all of those things I, I'm doing, I'd say I'm in the third month just now. Um, and I think I'm seeing some results, but then I've had some weird things happen also that I can't explain dealing with um, glaucoma particularly. And, um, you know, I, so I, I'm just, I'm trying a few things, but you know, with the limb system was trying to see if I could move something around, like it, like just to cl clean. Well, the them. best way, the best way to move the lymph is exercise, especially okay. the rebounder. Okay. Exercise will move the lymph. I'm going to get a the micro, Also the microcurrent will move the lymph. That's great to know. So okay. Exercise you know, Tai Chi, uh, deep breathing, um, all those things will move the lymph. Awesome, okay. 
I think I just need a rebounder. So I'm doing some exercising, but I'll do that because I've, I've heard that that is particularly right. good for that. Exercise can just by itself can lower the pressure. Yes, I've noticed this. Is mm-hmm. I use exercise to lower pressure. Mm-hmm. I have a um, a important um, security message tonometer, mm-hmm. and so the tonometer is helping me know. And exercise, mm-hmm. if I go out and run, it's down and it's down for a little while. So mm-hmm. I, I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, remember this, and I think we talked about this many times. You know, glaucoma is more than pressure. It's the health of your optic nerve. I mean, I've seen patients with pressures in their 20s and they never lose vision. And I've seen patients with pressures that are five and they're losing vision. It's all about the health of the optic nerve, you know, getting the blood to the optic nerve. And one of the best ways to do that is stress reduction, you know, deep breathing, meditation, prayer, positive affirmations. One of the best ways, one of the simplest ways, but sometimes the hardest thing to do. Yeah. You know, if your pressure is elevated and you're losing vision, you know, it's easy to say, well, you can't relax. But you got to you got to be doing things. That's why you need a good support group. And of course, that's why I enjoy these meetings, because all the people here on this meeting, uh, we're supporting each other. We want to do things and learn things, you know, to to improve. And also, if you're so inclined, um, the third Sunday of every month, we have a we have a prayer group, and that's going to be tomorrow at three o'clock. If uh, you are if you are interested, go to prayersforvision.com. This is led by uh, Reverend uh, Russ Montgomery. He just got back from Angola on a mission. He's a phenomenal minister. He's doing an amazing amount of work for treating the blind. And he believes very strongly in prayer, and so do I. So you're welcome to join that meeting. Go to prayersforvision.com. And that is, uh, will be 3 p.m. tomorrow. It's the third Sunday um, of the month. So that's, that's tomorrow. That sounds great. So he'll, he'll be leading be that. Thank you. Okay, great. Thanks for joining the meeting. Is anybody else? Um, David. Yeah, David? Yes. Um, I don't believe prayer requires a belief in God. Do you? And then I guess my question is, I think a prayer is a positive intention directed toward another person or oneself doesn't necessarily require belief in a God. Well, I don't so want to get into a spiritual or neither do I, but do you, but I do think that you're right. Okay. I think energetically, you know, supporting other people. Yes. Okay. And I think Denise, Denise, did you have a question? I Yes, I do. Um, this is in reference to the syntonic part of the program. Um, is there a particular, do you recommend a particular thing to do when, when one is gazing at the light? I, I believe it's, my understanding is 10 minutes with the glass. Yes, 10 minutes. 
you should keep your eyes open. You can blink. And of course, this may be a time to uh, do some deep breathing, uh, positive affirmations, prayer, uh, you know, whatever uh, resonates with you, you know, during that, that treatment. Yeah, because I, you know, I do some Bates things and I was thinking, you know, rather than staring at the light, maybe I can like look around, you know, not, you know, looking at the bulb rather than looking, you know, I look around a little bit up, a little bit. That's okay, right? Yeah, that's okay. Okay. But, um, you know, you don't really have to look directly at the light. You can just relax oh, no? your eyes. I mean, the light is going to be penetrating in, so you can look to the left or the right. It may be hard for some people to look directly at the light. Oh, uh, no, it isn't hard. So I, I mean, I can, like, if the, if the light bulb, you know, it's in a, a it's in a, what do you call it, a lamp. Mm -hmm. And the lamp, and the lamp, let's say that the circumference is this wide, and the bulb is this wide, right? Uh, you know, smaller. So I can look around the circumference of the lamp. Yeah, that would be fine. Okay. And, so you know, it's, it's getting those photons into the eye. Say that again. The photons, the little light yeah. packets. Go you want into the those. Eye. And you the want those packets. So you yeah, want those packets to come in. Yeah, that's why you keep your eyes open. Oh, okay, okay. But you don't have to stare at the light. You can, you know, blink at your normal rate. Okay, so then, then you know, I can go like this, like side to side. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah. Well, that's a that's um that's a Bates thing, you know. That's a Bates thing, like with sunning, which is very good. I mean, that feels very good for me when I do sunning. You know, I don't directly look into mm -hmm. the sun. Mm -hmm. I close my eyes or I lower my eyes so I'm there, and that is uh, very very soothing. Mm -hmm. Good. Um, Let's see. Anybody else have a question here? I see Charlotte raising her hand. Hi, Charlotte. Oh, hi, doctor. I went to my eye doctor here uh, in St. Louis yesterday, and my to, to um, elaborate on what you were saying, I've never had eye pressure so low, 11 and 7, uh, but my vision is getting progressively worse. And I told him to send you uh, the report of my appointment yesterday, and I hope they sent it to you so we can yeah, you know, well, uh, recalculate. Yeah, office to make sure okay. they got the records. So yeah. you're telling me your pressure's getting lower, but the vision's getting worse. Yes. I have to look at the records and see what's going on. Right. I'm, I'm doing the protocol. I'm doing everything right. And... Mm -hmm. and Still nothing, and uh, it's got me very concerned. Well, let me take a look at the records, and we'll get in touch with you. And I think, Lisa, Lisa, you had your hand up. Did you have a question? Uh, I have a question about the microcurrent. Um, I, I think I heard you say last time that um, although the, the number one uh, that I use for my eyes, for my cataracts, I put one washcloth over my eyes and one in the back of my neck or yes. head 
um, that it would work just as well to have the washcloth over my forehead as over my eyes. So that's no, that's not true. Okay. Okay. You should have it directly when you do the brain program. You can have it on your forehead. Yes. Yes. I now, just theoretically. I, yeah. You'll, you'll be getting some treatment if you have it on your forehead, but you'll get more resident current if it's directly over your eyes. Okay. And the other question is the the washcloth in the back. If if I have a, it, you can't really put it, you don't really put it on the back of your head. You really put it on your neck, correct? Yeah, it has to contact your uh, skin. Okay. Because if you have a good set of hair, hair is an insulator. Got it. You put it on the back of your hair, you may not get any conduction at all. But the Even, way to see if you're getting conduction is have someone look at your machine and you have indicator lights that go on in the top corner. Yes. And those lights uh, should be off. If those lights are on, that means you're not getting a complete circuit. And it doesn't matter that the part of the brain and the head that ha that sees, or I, I don't know what it's called, um, it, which is in the back of the head, that the washcloth isn't touching that part. No, the washcloths need to be on your neck. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Needs so to be much. on your neck. Okay, well, thank you. They're all good questions. I, you know, there's no such thing as a, a bad question because I'm sure that other people are thinking about the same thing. One comment is that um, you do wanna be careful that the washcloths don't touch each other. Some people get sloppy and they have the washcloths over their eyes on the back of their head and the ends of the washcloth are touching. So the current is going from one washcloth to the other. And it's not going through your eye. Electricity is lazy. It's gonna to go to the shortest resistance. So make sure those washcloths don't touch each other. Yes, thank you. Let me see. I'm trying, we have quite a few people here. I'm trying to scan through to make sure that I, if I don't see your hand, oh, if I don't see your hand, just speak up. Or let me see. You uh, can Dr. Condrat? Yes. Can, can you hear me? I, I don't have Zoom, but I'm just on my phone. Okay, um, who's this? I just had a question. This is Paula in Dayton, okay, Ohio. Okay, hi, Paula. Hi. Um, I was wondering about the microcurrent where it has the five programs. The first five is for the eyes and program number five is for inflammation. And I was wondering about other than holding one in each hand, is there any other positions for that's for overall inflammation, right? Not just the eyes. Well, the inflammation program is actually my favorite. And that is more of a focal treatment. Uh, by focal treatment, I mean, if you have inflammation of your knee, your feet. Uh, I had some problems with my little toe the other day and I did an inflammation program and it just, you know, took the, took the pain away. I did a lot of walking and got some soreness. So the best way to use that particular program is not to hold them in your hands. It's really not designed to be an entire body treatment. Now the detox and stress those are programs that you can hold in your hands and, you know, do a general body treatment. Okay. 
So but the I was under the assumption that the, information the first five targeted. Yeah. So number five isn't basically just for the eye. No, number five is not for the eye. Okay. Okay. Now you, the first five programs are not for the eye. Number one is for the eye. The other four programs are programs to help uh, the healing of the eye. So the detox, right. detoxification to help, stress reductions to help, the brain, treating the brain helps. But these are not all programs right. that you put on the eye. That's important that you understand that. Oh, yeah, I understood that. But but when you de-stress, it's helping your eyes because you're exactly. building your It's system. helping your whole body. Right, right. So the inflammation helps the whole body, which in turn helps the eyes. Exactly. Okay. So if I don't have any pain where in my body, I don't need to put it on my ankle or my foot or, you know, whatever. You know, that's just an optional program to help you with minor aches and pains. Okay. It's something you don't have to do every day. No, no. I wouldn't have to necessarily do five then if I'm in, just in your in eye. your eye program. Everybody who has an eye program, I have some built-in frequencies for inflammation. I see. Okay, They're automatically good. run, and I have some built-in inflama- uh, frequencies for stress reduction in the eye program. Oh, okay. Okay. And I also have and built-in other- frequencies for the emotional components in the eye program. Okay. I think Lisa, did you raise your hand again? I did. Um, I just, when you were talking about putting the, you had inflammation on your toe. And so you use the program. If you put one washcloth on your toe, where do you put the other washcloth? Well, here's what I did. I wrapped the washcloth up and I put my foot on top of the washcloth. Near the that again? Can you I, say that again? I, I okay, I got the one washcloth, like I put it together for the eye, and I put it on the floor and put my foot on top of the washcloth. The second uh-huh. one, I wrapped it up and put it near my ankle. So I didn't have like the washcloths one on top of the toe, it'd be impossible to do that. Oh, okay. And that was very, very effective. And and here's a related question to that. You know, you've talked about when you're healing people in other countries or, you know, is that the program that you're using with them when people are like, whoa, the pain's gone away? Is you're using the inflammation program on them or is it d- dependent upon what the situation no, the, is? The inflammation program is just one of my best programs. That's the first thing I think of anytime there's pain or inflammation. Okay, great. So I would give it a try. It's it's my favorite program. I mean, my wife and I did a marathon together and our entire bodies were aching. And that's when I put one glove on my forehead and the other down on my feet. I, I ran the current through my whole body. I was so sore. Wow, okay. Um, can I ask also about uh, some, some of the, the detox program? It says put one on the center abdomen 
and the, wh what is the center abdomen? Is that your belly or is that your solar plexus? What, or does I would it... say anywhere on your belly. Anywhere. Okay. Thank you. Essentially, what you want to do is you want to have the current go through the kidneys and the, uh, and the liver. I see. So we're not really treating a chakra. We're just treating the, you know, the organs of detox. Okay. Great. Um, and can I ask another washcloth question? Yeah. <laughs> so I have a cervical program, um, and it says that I can place the washcloth on the front and back of my neck, but I'm very nervous about putting it over my thyroid. But is that okay? Yeah, that should be okay. If you want to, you could put it on the sides. Okay. Okay. I just want to be concerned about that, but I, like, I think it'd be no. okay. Yeah. Um, if that was okay. Um, okay. And I just like what you just said about one on your forehead and one on the bottoms of your feet for the whole body inflammation. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, we have a uh, fibromyalgia program. Oh. And I have a lot of patients that treat themselves that way. Got it. You know, they put one on the top of their head or forehead and one on their feet. And they're getting a whole body treatment. Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Denise, you have a, your hands up. Do you have another one? Yes, yes I do. Um, I Sometimes I have uh, cramps in the leg, you know, in the calf. I think people call it Charlie horse. Yeah. Uh, and I was wondering uh, what I can use with the, um, besides, besides taking, you know, eating bananas. I was holding, you know, potassium would be good for it. Uh, which I do, but um, where to put, uh, I was wondering if if inflammation would be a good program to use you with the microcode. I got it. it. Inflammation. Okay, so, that would be. So, so then the placement of the cloth, okay, from our discussion today, I would think that let's say my, my let's just say it's my left calf, okay? So I put one cloth, with a glove, right directly, you know, the calf, you know, where the big muscle is. And then it, where would I put the other, if I put it on the other side of the shin, the, the, the two cloths might touch. So I'm wondering from your speech, you know, like from what you're saying, put it on my head, like the forehead? No, I would put one, one on your, well, first of all, you don't want to put it on your head because that current's running a long way and it's going through parts of your body that don't need treatment. What uh -huh. I would recommend is maybe you put one washcloth on your thigh or your knee and then the a other one the by your foot. Okay. So there's no danger of them touching and the current's going to be going through that area that you're having the problem. Okay. Does that make sense? So it does so it doesn't matter. Let's say if I put with my my leg, I'm putting one cloth on the on the bottom side of the leg, and then with the other cloth, should I put on the thigh on the bottom side of the thigh on the top top side? You know, like you you cover the top and then you cover the bottom. Would you say that will be a good placement? Uh, you have me a little confused. Okay, um, the leg. The leg has uh, the leg has from the knee down to the foot. Okay, so the leg has the top side, which is the shin, and then the muscle side. You know where where it goes down. 
That's the bottom. And then you have the left it's, side. It's not going to matter. You put one washcloth above the knee and one by your foot. It's the curve's oh. going to go through your entire leg. You don't have to worry about the front or the back. Oh, okay. So actually, if if I were just to put it, just step on it, like like what you did, yeah. and then put one on the knee, then my whole leg would be covered. Exactly. Got it. So Thank let me you. know how that works. Okay. Question. I think, uh, Janai, you have a, another question? I, I do. Question. I um, was curious about um, the... Uh, the um, neurogeneration qualities of lion's mane. I was wondering if you had heard of anything about that mushroom, the lion's mane and that supplement. No, I, I can't comment on that. Maybe send me some information and I'll take a look at it. Okay, will do. And then the last one, the carbonica, I, I was looking at that. It, it looks like I've got that as a remedy, which seems very magical, um, but it's like, calcium carbonate, right? I think, I don't know all that, that calcium carbonate is in, but to take it and to put like seven drops into the four ounces, uh -huh. what if there's something else that, that I'm eating or taking or whatever, and it's got calcium carbonate in it, it seems like, isn't that the remedy? Like what makes it different than calcium carbonate? Well, it's a, it's a homeopathic remedy that's been diluted and energized. Homeopathic re remedies are energy. If you would send that remedy to a, a chemist and say, please analyze it and tell me what's in it, he'll say it's just water. There's nothing in it. Okay. It's the energy of the calcium carbonate. That's fascinating. There should not be any physical substance. I know it's kind of strange, but I'll tell you what, homeopathy is one of my most magical treatments. So LM123, whatever, however long that goes uh, number wise or however it increases, is that yeah. more energy? Number two is stronger than LM1, three is stronger than LM2. So you take LM1 to your finish, then you go to LM2. Now, if you're taking it for a couple of months and you really don't notice a shift, then I want to talk to you. Yeah, that, I think may, that would be- may want to change the remedy, but usually the homeopathic remedy works slowly. Okay. Got it. Okay, thank you. I think, Mohammed, I think you had a question. Oh, yeah, it's a very quick question. I, the, uh, about the microcurrent, does the current go through the skin or go through the body? Does it go through, I'm sorry? Does, it, the, does the current go through the skin? or through the body inside? Uh, it goes through both. It goes through the oh. skin and the body. Okay. Um, but it does not really affect any part of the brain uh, or organs inside uh, in an in, in, in unpleasant way. Well, it depends on the frequency. Right. Okay. I see. You know, we have some uh, frequencies, like, for example, we have frequencies to stimulate the thyroid. And I have had some patients who were hyperthyroid and it did overact the thyroid. Okay. So, you know, some of the protocols you have to be careful. And that's why with the eye, I only recommend you do it once a day. Mm -hmm. Too much microcurrent can cause damage. Okay. All right. Early on, uh, some of my early machines had a, the patients could adjust the current mm -hmm. and everybody turned the current up high. 
They thought more was better. And in actuality, sometimes it caused a temporary decrease in vision. Okay. So the machines you have are a current constant machine. You cannot turn the current higher, which is a it does not a, does not allow you to boost it the current. Allow you. Okay. Um, then why is the machine have a plus and a minus sign on it? What do, what do those things do? I think it has to do with the polarity, the plus polarity and the minus polarity. And is that something that we need to learn how to um, use? No. Doctor, it looks like there's a really great question in the chat. I just wanted to. Okay, let me um, let me see if I can find the chat. Let me see here. Oh, here, chat. Um, I'll tell you, glaucoma, it's a good question. What do you think about glaucoma being called type 4 diabetes? Can glaucoma be related to insulin intolerance? Um, you know, glaucoma is really a mystery. One of the, the lead speaker at our national meeting, a brilliant ophthalmologist who I've trained with, Dr. Malice, from Holland, he gave a talk and he feels that glaucoma is a corneal disease, a disease of the cornea, that there's a high association of uh, Fuchs dystrophy or type of corneal condition with glaucoma. And he feels that it may be a problem with the inner part of the lining of the cornea causing glaucoma. Um, there is a higher incidence of glaucoma in diabetics. So obviously if you have diabetes, you're at a higher risk of developing glaucoma. But I'm not aware of any studies using insulin eye drops for glaucoma. But that is a good, that is question a good about, question. Um, <clears throat> Sorry. I have a question about using the microcurrent for lumbar sciatica pain, one cloth on my lower back and one on my stomach. Would that be the correct position? Yeah, you want to find out what lumbar joint is giving you the trouble. And you'd L4, put one glove. L5S1. You'd put one glove over that area and the other one on your stomach. Okay, that's what I thought. Give that a try, but uh, the microcurrent has worked very well for lumbar pain. Okay. Would that be using the inflammation program also? Or the no, we have specific uh, uh, protocols oh, okay. for uh, back pain, uh, you know, disc disease and, and things like that. So if you do have those conditions and you want to change something on your machine, let me know. We do have those protocols. Lots of lots of good questions. Thank you. Interesting information too. Thank you. Yeah. You know, what I like to do is anytime you have a problem, try the inflammation program. That's been my favorite. 
Of course, my eyes, my favorite program for all of you. And I would say stress is number two. I think I mentioned this at the last meeting. I've had a lot of patients who complain that their eye program isn't working. They're doing it every day. And I ask them, are you doing the stress program? And they say no. And I say, well, I'll just add the stress program. And when they add that, then all of a sudden they start to get better. Because I'm a firm believer, if your body is in a stressful state, it will not heal. Physiolo physiologists will tell you that. You got to get yourself into a parasympathetic state, the body will heal. When you're under stress, your digestive okay. process is slow. Um, everything else, the healing process is slow in your body. Your body doesn't care so about the eye program and the inflammation could be used on the same day. Yes. Okay. Do you need do you need a time gap between like the stress program and say the eye program or any other program? No. Or you or can do them, you can do them one right after another. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's going to cause a problem. But then again, listen to your body. You know, if you do them back to back and you feel a little disconnected or a little off balance, maybe too much for you. Everybody's different. But generally speaking, sometimes I'll do three in a row. I'll do inflammation, I'll do stress, I'll do detox. I'll do all three in a row. Well, from what you say about the parasympathetic system, if our body is in a parasympathetic mode, it would be more receptive to any kind of therapeutic thing that you do. So maybe exactly. wouldn't it be you know, advantageous to do that first mm -hmm. and then do whatever else that you're interested in, inflammation or the eye or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. It's very important, the stress program, but you don't have to do the stress program. You can do deep breathing. Uh, that relaxes your body. Uh, positive affirmations, prayer, uh, being in a group that supports you. Um, uh, it, it's interesting. They did a study looking at longevity. And everybody thinks that um, exercise and diet are the key factors with longevity. And David, let me know if you agree with me or not. The most important indicator for longevity is being in a healthy relationship. Yes, the second, a lot of research shows that good relationships are good for our mental and physical health. Yeah. And the second is, is to have a good circle of friends, people that you can depend on. I call it my inner circle. You know, two Same or thing. three people that are your friends and you can talk to them about anything and you can share things with them. And that's lacking in so many people, people's lives. You know, what look at it is spend time with people who are good for you. Right. You want to avoid people, which I call them emotional vampires. You know, you know who I'm talking about. Somebody you meet and they start telling you about all their problems and you feel like exhausted after being with them. 
Yes, they're draining. They're draining, they're taking your energy. So those are important factors. One of the main reasons programs like AA work is the social support. Right. That's so important. And that's why I think these um, meetings that we're having are important because we're all here to support each other. Yes. You know, we're a group, we're here to support each other. Um, thank you for the information and thank you to everybody. And I appreciate the, uh, the meeting and I, I have to excuse myself if you don't mind because I have another Zoom meeting. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, our meeting's coming to a close. It's uh, five o'clock and I want okay. to thank everybody. And we'll be meeting again uh, the first uh, Saturday next month. And also those of you that want to join our prayer meeting, that's going to be tomorrow at three. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> okay, well, thank thanks you. everybody. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Be well, everybody. Thank you. Be well. Take care. Thank Bye -bye. you. Bye-bye.